Welcome to Healthy Sexy Nutrition with me, Michelle Fox, culinary nutritionist, health coach, and your host for this podcast. I teach busy professionals how to get more nutrition in their bodies and how to have more fun in their home kitchens. If you struggle with consistency or sometimes forget to make your needs a priority or you avoid planning your meals, you, my friend, are in the right place. Join me each week for inspiration to increase your energy, discover new recipes, manage your hormonal woes, and so much more. You are a busy professional, but that does not mean your nutrition should suffer. You deserve to live in a body and have a life that you love. So let's dig in. Knock, knock. It's your body calling. Have you noticed and or are you curious about a possible toxic load that is happening just by walking through the world, much less the things that you're putting in your body? Well, I am so thrilled that I have my friend Andrea Baswan with me to help us talk about reducing your toxic load. And for my friends who haven't met this beautiful shining light, let me just read a little bit of her bio so you understand who we are talking to today. So Andrea Bezwan is a human resilience activator. Mm, yes, ma'am. Which means she works with individuals and teams to identify and dismantle the practical and personal barriers that keep them from thriving in our ever-accelerating future. She is the founder of Share Oils With Us. That puts the biggest smile on my face. It's an inclusive community of people who desire to leverage the pure power of plants to support health and wellness while uplifting the lives of those who supply the products we use. Andrea, welcome. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so thrilled to be here. I don't know if I've shared with you before, but I traveled to Belize. It was about 20 years ago now to study with a shaman. And we learned all about plants and literally how to talk to plants. And so the oh. fact that you are here, it just brings back so many memories. And it's a nice reminder to tell me, yeah. Michelle, it's time to get back on the essential oil train. So with all this excitement, as I'm sure you can see and feel before that, I really want to play a game first if you're open. Oh, my gosh. I'm with it. I'm in. Okay. Do it. <laughs> so here's a business question. Okay. Inbox zero or inbox 10,000? Oh, my gosh. Um, inbox 100? <laughs> That's <laughs> so I don't think I'm ever going to get to zero, but I really try hard. I'm a deleter, which sometimes, you know, works against me. But yes, fair more, enough. We're on the zero than the 10,000. For people that don't know, I have three children. And so from early on, we always practice or have practiced the love and logic method, which is you give your child two choices, but both of those choices have to truly be, you know, choices that the parent can agree with. And so I love that you just picked your own choice because that's exactly what they've done the entire childhood. 
Clearly, my mom did not raise me with love and logic. (laughs) No, it tickles me every time. I think it's fabulous. (laughs) And the little bit I do know of you, you've always created your own path. And I honestly, I admire that about you. Thank you. Amazing. Okay, I'll try harder to do the A or the B. (laughs) No pressure at all. This one, I'm giving you A, B, or C. Let's see what you say. Okay. Sweet, salty, or savory? Yeah, I might want to combine them again. Uh, I will say savory, savory. Savory, okay, love it. How about your favorite movie of all time? Uh, um, probably When Harry Met Sally. It's got comedy, it's got drama, it's got romance, it's just got it all. It's got great More 90s memories. fashion. <laughs> it makes me smile. And last but not least, would you be willing to share one of your favorite childhood memories in the kitchen? Oh, childhood memories. Uh, well, this is just a funny story. I was probably, I think, four years old, and I was trying to be helpful in the kitchen. And so I refilled my mom's jar of powder. I didn't realize that I was refilling the sugar jar with salt. And so, oh, no. <laughs> so she made a cake after that, and she doesn't really bake much. So it was... Really, she's like, I I knew I was a terrible baker. <laughs> she tells the story. I don't quite remember it. Oh, that she is says, really it was, um, that I was very uh, surprised and felt really bad. <laughs> well, so for my friends who don't know, the way I met you was actually through food. You and I being in Costa Rica together about a year ago. And oh boy, have you made up the difference from that four-year-old Andrea because you took control of the kitchen I'm like teach me <laughs> <laughs> oh I had so much that I still I swear I still think about you every time I use cilantro because I just shove it all in with the stems and everything and when we were cooking side by side you're lovingly taking this the leaves off and <laughs> making a nice pile and like you know beautifully dicing and chopping and I'm just shoving everything <laughs> that's how I learned to cook was from my mom it's real messy, but it tastes very good. So I, I really appreciated having that experience with you as well. I learned plenty myself. Soul sisters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, let's jump into today's topic, which is reducing our toxic load. So when I say that, of course, I have some definitions of what that could mean through nutrition, but I'm really curious when it comes to plants and essential oils and in your world, what does that mean to you? So such a great question. I love the work that you do with helping busy professionals to eat more cleanly and better. And so some of the obvious things are the foods that we put in our bodies, like McDonald's has a bunch of preservatives in it, right? Like sugar sodas, uh, anything that's processed, anything your great grandma couldn't have found in the pantry, right? Like we know those things are not great. Where it gets tricky, I feel like, is the the labeling. So I'm sure you talk to your people about labels, but you know, when you see things that say natural flavorings or natural colors or things like that, it's just right. It's just marketing terms, and so uh, that's just in the foods we eat. So once you've you know fallen Michelle, fall in love with Michelle, followed. I want to say once you followed Michelle's advice and cleaned up your pantry and cleaned up your eating. You might say to yourself, oh, I'm living this non-toxic life. Well, the problem is 
from day to night, from the time we wake up in the morning until the time we go to bed, we're basically bombarded with toxins. So most people think that, you know, when they think about toxins, they think about, um, you know, going outside on the interstate and all the cars and the pollution that's getting emitted from the cars. You see factories, you know, you think about air pollution and things that are outside. But the reality is our indoor pollution is the thing we really need to be worried about more than what's outdoors. Of course, we need to be kind to Mother Earth, but what's what's indoors is the thing that's hurting us worse. So that is things like VOCs in our paint, in our carpets, you know, when we buy things made of plastic and all those things, like it's that's part of it. It's BPA in our cans of food. And but most importantly, and I think this is where we have more control because unfortunately, you know, you're not going to listen to this podcast and immediately go rip up your carpet, right? Like that's, that's not going to happen. And I wouldn't, it's just not practical, but where we have a lot of control is what we put on our bodies. Mm-hmm. And that is where we actually have a lot of sneaky toxins. The biggest offender is fragrance. And if you oh, look, right. Uh, so I don't know, Preach. are you, do you have, is this something that you've come to learn in your own household? about yes. fragrance. Yeah. Yes. I haven't talked about it publicly yet, which is why I'm so glad you are here speaking of it. But yes, in my family, we've already moved and let me take a step back. It's been a process because we're still learning, but I will say we've moved away from the antiperspirant to more natural deodorants. And so the teenagers and the husband are on board mm-hmm. and we've uh, removed the like heavy perfumes, and we stick with our essential oils, which I'm excited to talk about in a little bit. Um, But yes, I am wide open to learning more because I do know how harmful these toxins can be to our kidneys and to our livers and to our brain functioning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going to read, I just wanted to get this right. I'm going to read a little thing. It's from a website called Green Matters. So it says, uh, most of today's perfumes, colognes, deodorants, candles, air fresheners, cleaning products, Soaps, shampoos, and detergents contain synthetic fragrance compounds of unknown origins. Any one of the thousand compounds within a particular scent could be a harmful carcinogen, but you never know because the list of ingredients is protected by intellectual property laws. So to to sum that up, it makes me so mad too. (laughs) So basically, if I can invite you or your listeners to check out the documentary called Stink, This is one of those documentaries that I watched it and I said, okay, that's the end. Because if you think about it, so, okay, I'm out of shampoo. Well, I need shampoo. I'm not going to not, you know, clean my hair or whatever. So I'm going to go to Target, let's say, or Walmart or wherever people shop. And I'm just going to go to the shampoo aisle and and find something. Well, there's so much green washing. And so this says all natural, organic, or or contains organic or made with, made with organic ingredients. I love that one because like, what, 2% of it? Like how many, how much of that is made with organic ingredients? Um, You know, if it's not certified organic, could be so many different things. But when you're looking at that sea of choices and colors and smells and all the things, it is really challenging for the average consumer, just for any of us, to make a good choice. And you're busy. I mean, especially your listeners, they're busy professionals. They don't have time to like read every single label and research every single thing. So I think that's why making the choice to just look for that one word of fragrance, if it has fragrance in it, it's kind of a non-starter. You've got to find something else because it's, the fragrance industry, that's not one ingredient. It's literally tens of thousands of mystery chemicals that are unregulated and they're mostly petroleum based, but they have unknown harm. So that's why 
it's if you watch that documentary, it's really fascinating because the the man who put it together, his wife passed away of breast cancer and mm. left with two young daughters. And basically he he kind of went down a rabbit hole. Why? She was young. You know, why why would this happen? And he learned a lot about fragrance along the way and then made this documentary. But it's really the bottom line is we're not being protected. And we think to ourselves, well, it's on the shelf. It must be okay. Somebody must have checked it, right? Somebody must have thought that it's okay for our health. It's not. It's just not. Right. And I love that you use the word chemicals. It's like when we look at pine salt, just for mm -hmm. an example, like we're not thinking, oh, yeah, I should put that in my body. Right. But yet we look at this, you know, <laughs> bottle of Yves Saint Laurent and it's like, right. same thing, you know, it's the same thing. Absolutely. It's exactly <laughs> the same thing. And, you know, on the yeah. topic of, of pine salt or things that people use to clean, we've just, I, I know I've been brought up to believe that goals help make our, our house clean, right? Mm -hmm. Like we need chemicals to clean, to kill the germs, right? Like that's what we need. We do not need that. In fact, it's harming us, especially if you've got fur babies. Oh my gosh. Like you clean the floor at the pine saw and they just walk right on that and get that on the patch of their temple. Right. Yes. Their skin too. Right. We just, it's harmful. And it's the air that we breathe then with the pine saw. So the wonderful news is we don't need any of that. And my, like my shower has like three things in it. If you open, you know, a lot of people, when they open the the bottom cabinet under the sink, that seems to be where people store all their chemicals and you open it up and it's just piled with bright colored, smelly garbage, right? Just a mess. My cleaners, I'm going to actually, can I do a little show and tell? Absolutely. <laughs> so this is a little mason jars for people who are only listening. I've got um, mason jar here. In it, I've made a mix of, I got a big bowl and I put a cup of baking soda, a quarter cup of citric acid, one tablespoon of, so I'll explain in a minute. I use a, products from a company called doTERRA and I'll tell you in a minute why, why that's what I use. But On Guard is a really great antiviral essential oil blend and they make a cleaner called the Cleaner Concentrate. So this is what it looks like. I put a spray top on it. So here, I'll do that. <laughs> that's actually what nice. it looks like. And uh, this bottle makes... This one bottle, which is 12 ounces, makes 24 spray bottles of cleaner. So I use like a tablespoon of this. It's just soap. All it is is soap and essential oil, like a Castile soap. Okay. And, and then some essential oil, uh, grapefruit. I put five drops of grapefruit. Oh, I bet that Stir smells it up. amazing. It smells amazing. So I use this cleaner. It's like a scrubby cleaner. It's, it's a powder, right? I use it to clean my tub, my toilet, like anything, really the, the, the oven, uh, the top of the glass top count, you know, anything. I use this for everything. That's... And then a spray. And sometimes I use vinegar, white vinegar. Okay. And that's it. And I bet you walk <laughs> to your house and it just smells like clean, right? It like does. what clean is supposed to smell like? You know, <laughs> people often walk into my house and tell me it smells so fresh in here. Um, and even if they don't say it, I can see that they feel comfortable. It just, the air in my house is really, like you said, it's clean. It doesn't smell heavy. It doesn't, and I'm going to just say a family member. I'm not going <laughs> to name that family member just in case. But I have a family member who loves scented candles and scented everything and perfume. And so air fresheners. And if, when I go to visit this person, I get headaches. I feel sick to my stomach. You know, it's not a good feel. And I, and I think to myself, this is somebody I love dearly. And it just hurts my heart because I know that when they have brain fog and when they're having chronic headaches and when they are just like, 
their endocrine system is all messed up and they are, they don't know why they're gaining so much weight. This is not helping. I can't say for sure this is the reason, but it certainly isn't helping. And I so love that you mentioned the endocrine system. In the research you've done and or what you've seen with your community, like what are some of the other harmful effects that these fragrant chemicals are doing to our bodies? Mm -hmm. So I would say that the the top three are messing up hormones, the endocrine system. Um, just something like skin irritations. It can, usually that is things being out of balance. And so extra dry, extra greasy, pimples, you know, just things not looking right, uh, you know, and not knowing why could be dandruff, you know, just your body's basically screaming to say, hey, this isn't working. Um, and and so it's it's coming up with all kinds of symptoms to just get your attention, right? Uh, and then respiratory issues. Mm. So kind of coughing or clearing the throat all the time. You know, folks who have asthma just need to know, like, stop with the fragrance because it's it's really damaging for your lungs. Mm -hmm. So um, I would say those are the, the biggest things. But for me, the reason why I cut fragrances out pretty much immediately as soon as I saw this documentary, and I'll be clear, like, so my husband's from France, you know this. And every year for Christmas, I used to ask for a bottle of perfume. So my mother-in-law, for my mother-in-law, so she would give me, you know, these beautiful Chanel and all these things. And I'd put them on and I, every time I'd get a little bit of a headache. And I didn't, I just took it as normal, which is so funny to me now because now I'm like, oh, I was just microtoxing, you know, toxic. What do I say? I was just um, microdosing the toxins. Micro no, I was, I was poisoning <laughs> myself. You know, yeah. I was giving myself little doses of poison essentially every time. And that's why my body produced a headache because it yeah. wasn't good for me, you know? And so it's just interesting the way that, you know, you can go along and go along and think something is normal and not question until you just get some new information. And then, of course, the saying, when you know better, you do better, right? Mm. And so I think yes. going back to why I gave up fragrance altogether is just, you know, I can't say that I necessarily noticed coughing or noticed in severe symptoms, but it's the, it's the long-term effects that are unknown that worries me. And when we think about, so I'm so excited. Recently, I was able to help my sister-in-law detox their home of fragrance. And it made me so happy because I have two nieces and they are 10 and 12. And from the time we're little, we are marketed, especially women, men too, but more women. We're marketed to, we need to smell good because we must really stink, right? We must stink everywhere. So fix your armpits, fix your undercarriage, fix all the things because, because you're not smelling right. And so let's put all this fragrance on top, which is so unfortunate because we're naturally you know, if you're eating well, you naturally have a nice, nice human, human scent, scent, right? Yeah, yeah. I always tell my husband, I'm like, you smell like Steve. Yeah. And he's always <laughs> looking at me kind of sideways, but I'm like, I just love the Steve smell. Oh, and that <laughs> is part him. of It's his skin. <laughs> and that's fair yeah. most too. And when we're covering up all those natural human chemicals that connect us, then it's, mm -hmm. it's sort of messing with our brains. But uh, going back to my nieces, you know, from a young age, they had scented soaps. I went to their house before they made the switch, right? My sister-in-law really loved Bath and Body Works. Yes. And right, so all the tutti fruity kind of soaps and all that stuff. And uh, and that just goes right into the bloodstream. And so it's, it's very harmful. And when you think about, you wake up in the morning, 
you go brush your teeth and that's going to have chemicals in your toothpaste. Then you're going to go take a shower. You're going to use shampoo, conditioner, body wash, a face wash, maybe, you know, all those things. Each one of those is going to have fragrance. And you get out, then you put some body lotion on, you know, put some hair product on. So this is interesting. Just recently, there was, I saw a report on on the news, I forget which station, about uh, a recall of dry shampoos because they've been found to have carcinogens, which oh. honestly was no surprise. Oh. But yeah. right, and I know a lot of it folks, breaks my heart. Do you like dry shampoo? No, I'm saying it breaks my heart that oh that that's these manufacturers allow these harmful chemicals to come on our bodies. So mm-hmm. that's the part that breaks my heart. Yes. Yep, they're cheap and there's no regulation. So I'll just show you this another show and tell. Um, This is a little mason jar. I just filled it up with a homemade dry shampoo. So in this is arrowroot, equal parts arrowroot and cocoa powder, right? Is that chocolate? Is it brown? Okay. Cocoa powder. Yeah. So equal parts. You get to put chocolate in your hair? Oh my (laughs) goodness. I think people are leaning into their earbuds right now. Yeah. So equal parts uh, arrowroot powder and cocoa powder. And then a few drops. I've got in here peppermint, lavender, and rosemary essential oil. Oh. That's it. That, that and so you can, heavenly. it does. It actually, it sort of smells like a peppermint patty or something. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to have to try that one with my teenagers because mm-hmm. they love so, the dry shampoo. This is something I found just on Amazon. It's a barber's powder bulb. Oh. And so it's just, I don't know if you can see like a little burst of powder come out, but it's yeah, just a little that? powder that comes out. So that's what I do. You know, if I want to do a dry shampoo, that's it. That is fabulous. Mm-hmm. I love and it. Literally, you know, I wouldn't like the experience, but I could eat it, right? It's so clean you could eat it. And that's really the goal. Like just put things on your skin that are so clean you could eat them. And so my friends who are listening to us and they're like, well, they just said no fragrance, but they're talking about these essential oils. Like, can you share a little bit about the difference of why perfume, eh, but the yumminess of essential oils? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That's such a great question. So essential oils are volatile aromatic compounds that come from plants. So it comes from the bark, roots, leaves, stems, flowers, the rind of citrus, so many different things. So they are extracted. They're 100% natural. Uh, The thing I wanted to mention about the essential oils I use. So I use oils from a company called doTERRA. And going back to where we said, you know, you go to that shopping aisle and you see all the all the labels that say natural and 100% pure, those are marketing terms. And just like essential oils, there's no regulating body that's saying what has to be, what is considered pure, right? And so it really matters that you find companies that you can trust. The reason I trust doTERRA is because we source our oils with something called co-impact sourcing. Basically, because because there isn't regulation, we've made our own. So co-impact sourcing is the way that we determine how we source oils in a really ethical manner, which is essentially making long-term partnerships with farmers. Right now, we're in 43 different countries making long-term partnerships with farmers and with distillers. So it goes from the farmer to the distiller to doTERRA and then extensive testing. So they do on average 50 tests per batch. And then as a consumer, and then you buy it direct from a distributor. And I know I'm going to just put this out there. I know a lot of people are like, oh, direct sales, it's the worst. And I completely, just yesterday, somebody asked me questions about this 
direct sales has a really bad rap. And for, you know, for a lot of companies, it's for a good reason. Why I really honor and love this sales model is because it doesn't rely on advertising. It relies on personal experience. And so it is really about, I've, I'm using something. It's changed my life for the better. It's helping me. It's serving me. I want to share this with you so that you can experience this as well. And so it's, for me, it's a really heart-centered business model when done well. And so what that means is from the farmer to the distiller to extensive testing to the consumer through through a friend, through a partner, through somebody who's going to give them some education and some support. And so that is a really nice closed loop. And you can actually look up each of the oils. So each oil has a code on the bottom of the bottle. And you can put that code in a website called source2u.com put it in and then generate a PDF of the test results. So you can actually see the test results from this very batch of oil. So for me, that's like, that's transparency and trust. And I know that the farmers are taken care of. I know where the supply chain is. So I feel like these, and that's why I, I've been so surprised. I'm not surprised anymore, but in the very beginning, uh, I was so surprised at how effective they were. So I've been using essential oils just from the shelf for about 15 years and they never wowed me. They were fine. You know, I was trying to, when you know better, you do better, right? So I'm like, oh, well, I'll just, you know, use lavender for relaxation and whatever I was trying. And they didn't really work that well. And now I know why. The reason why is because most essential oils you're going to find in the open market are adulterated. So there's synthetics, ethers, fragrance, vegetable oils, you know, whatever will augment that supply to make it cheaper. So not only is it not giving you the benefit, but it's actually potentially harming you. So it's it's awful, right? It's the same with food. You go into the store and you're like, oh, this is all natural. And you think you're doing better. And yet <laughs> it's more complicated. Right. You used the term greenwashing earlier that people can put on the plants and the essential oils. And I use the term health washing that people put on food products. And the example I like to use with people just to talk about reading the labels is Honey Nut Cheerios. Like they have a marketing budget. So of course, they're going to find ways to make you think you're feeling and being so healthy by eating these oats that can, oh, by the way, lower cholesterol until you read the label. And it's like, it's more sugar than, you know, a cup of juice and it's loaded with carbs and it has preservatives and all these chemicals. I'm like, there's nothing healthy about Honey Nut Cheerios. They're delicious, but there's nothing mm -hmm. healthy. So yes, the greenwashing with the oils, the health washing with the foods, it just mm -hmm. makes me so mad. Mm -hmm. So in order for me to just like release that energy, let's get back to the oils. You sent me <laughs> some yumminess. Can we play with some oils mm -hmm. next? Yeah. So the oh, one that I hey. wanted to, okay. So, and this is going to be a little sneak preview to your retreat in Costa Rica, which I'm so excited yeah. So for my friends who aren't aware, I am taking a beautiful circle of women to Costa Rica in March. And Andrea has graciously agreed to be one of our esteemed teachers. And so we're going to walk through. Actually, you tell me, is it called a five sensorizing? Five sensorizing. Yeah. And so, yes, I can walk you through just a small basics. Basically, uh, well, I'm going to start with a quote because this for me, makes it all make sense. So this is a quote from Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein said, everything is energy and that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. 
This is not philosophy. This is physics. Mm -hmm. So what's so amazing to me about that is that Albert Einstein was essentially talking about this, you know, very woo-woo concept called manifesting, which let's be real, like that's been co-opted like crazy. And people are all talking about what it means to manifest. But what he's saying, what he was saying is when you use the energy of your being, of your body to match the energy of the reality that you are hoping for. So let's say the reality is you want this particular job or you want to, you know, find a soulmate or whatever it is that you're wanting to find, you, you can use your body as a type of antenna to right to mirror that and to kind of attract what it is that you would like. So we do that through our five senses. And so the one that we can focus on today, we're going to focus on smell. But you know, if you think about just the I'm going to give this in short, we think in pictures, right? When I say dinosaur, you have a dinosaur that pops into your head, right? So that can be Love very it. powerful, right? <laughs> Let's see. We when you hear sound, it really sets a mood. So we were just talking right before this. Oh, we need to like get some good music on to get our mood going, right? Like music and sound. Or when you watch something scary on TV and you're really not wanting to feel that, you can mute the TV and suddenly it's not scary anymore, right? Like sounds really evokes emotion. Let's see. Um touch. So whether somebody, you can feel like if somebody shakes your hand, right? You, a lot of information is communicated by the way they shake your hand. Is it firm? Is it loose? Is it, you know, you kind of already know a lot about them by that one physical experience, right? Yeah. And then right. taste. I mean, come on with taste. Like oh, that no. is really, <laughs> it's your whole world, <laughs> you know, if you eat something and we really express a lot of our emotions through flavor descriptors, like something that's bittersweet, you know, they're kind of a salty person, right? Like that, that can really describe how we feel. Smell for me has been the most fascinating because so our olfactory bulb is directly behind the bridge of our nose and it's tied to our amygdala and our limbic brain. And so, and our amygdala is what controls memory and emotion. So what that means is when you smell something, you feel something and you remember mm. something, mm. right? And so it's mm -hmm. so powerful. If you think about you know, the smell of fresh baked cookies or the smell of a hospital or the smell of Steve, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you're That's one of the very few people on earth who knows that smell, but it's like, or the smell of your children, <laughs> right? Like you can mm. detect it. It doesn't even have to be something you can describe, but you detect it. We detect really hundreds of thousands of different smells. Actually, that's not true. I want to say the number is trillions of oh, smells wow. that we can detect. I'm, oh, wow. I need to go back and double check, but I know it's it's many, 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 many. And it's many more than, you know, than different colors that we can see, different senses we can. It's our most heightened and what do I want to say? Primal. It's our most primal sense is mm -hmm. smell. That makes so much sense. Yeah, it does. So essential oils in particular, because they are the, the essence of the plants, the smell, we can actually utilize them to move stuck emotions really quickly. So when you were talking about feeling a little stressed or feeling, you know, especially I'm going to go back to those busy professionals. I mean, y'all don't have time to like, you know, sit and meditate for an hour, right? You just, sometimes you just need a thing to hold on to a thing to just interrupt that pattern to say, okay, I'm, I can tell I'm going off the rails here emotionally and I just need to get back to center. Essential yes. oils are amazing for that. So we are going to use an oil blend called Breeze. And Ooh. Breeze is, is my boo because this was my very first oil <laughs> that I ever got because uh -huh. at that time, 
I was having some mystery breathing issues and I had gone to my doctor. I got albuterol. It didn't really work. And then they just looked at me with a blank stare like they didn't have any more answers for me. They just said, well, nothing. They didn't give me any more answers. Mm-hmm. And so I that week I was invited to a doTERRA party and I went rolling my eyes thinking I'm not buying any of their stuff. Like they're not going to get me. They're not going to trap me with their whatever. And so these women were presenting as my friends now, Kristen and Sarah, their twin sisters. And they kept passing these oils around. And I, despite myself, I just couldn't help it. I loved everyone. Everyone went through and I got to smell it. And I was like putting extra drops. You know, I like, just couldn't help <laughs> I want myself. More. Like, yeah. Give me more. <laughs> <laughs> really loved it. And so I, you know, that night I went home and did so much research and and just needed to reassure myself. And I've honestly never looked back. Now I'm I'm very proud to represent this company because of all the good they do in the world and how I'm able to help people and help myself. Um yeah, and so I've known you, you've been one with oils. It's been yeah. so beautiful to watch your progress because you've been taking that knowledge that you've learned and you've been sharing it with us and teaching us. So thank you for that. You're welcome. I feel like people deserve to know, you know, they just deserve to know that there's options. I didn't know. And I thought I was doing fine. I thought I was doing the right things. I didn't realize that I was putting things on my body and, and using things in my, in my house, whether my, my family that was hurting them and hurting us. And now I know. And so now I share the information, but that's, So here's how we're going to use Breathe. Breathe is an oil blend. It has laurel, eucalyptus, peppermint, tea tree, lemon, cardamom, ravensara, and ravensara. They sound almost the same. Um, Awesome awesome antiviral. Nice. Yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah. You know about this. Love it. And so how we're going to use it is we're going to just put one drop in the middle of your palm. I know that might be a bit tricky. I think you got it. Yep. And then... Try not to get it on your fingertips because you don't want to later rub your eyes and get essential oil in your eyes. It doesn't <laughs> feel comfortable. Painful. Yeah, it's not comfortable. <laughs> if that ever happens, just use a vegetable oil in your eyes. So a coconut oil or a olive oil. Mm-hmm. And so cup your hands. Take another deep breath. And if you want to, you can take whatever's left and rub it on the back of your neck or on your chest. How does that feel? Amazing. That was like an instantaneous grounding. Like, come back, Michelle. We're right here. We're in the chair. Like, yeah, it's it's a smell sensory, but it even felt like more of a spiritual because now like the room feels a little bit brighter. I'm like, I just feel like, like. Good. I, I feel good right now, Andrea. What are you doing to me? <laughs> I love it. I I love it because it's so simple and it's so quick. It's basically instantaneous. And, you know, even just the simple act, even if you didn't have oils in your home, if you just took the time to take some deep breaths, that would really help, right? So we know that just stopping and taking a moment, taking a breath is really helpful. But when you combine that smell that is so primal and connected to that sense of memory and emotion, it is, it just, it's like a splashing cold water on your face. You know, it's just this, this sensory experience that, that brings you back to your body mm-hmm. uh, instead of the racing thoughts. Right. And we actually, I was surprised to learn that we have olfactory uh, receptors all over our body. It's not just in our nose. So it just is a full sensory, full body experience. So quick and so easy. This has been amazing. And I had a feeling that this time would fly by. 
Uh, <laughs> but before we wrap up, is there anything else you want to share with us? Just a gratitude for being here and for all the work that you're doing. I feel like it, it, one person at a time, if you can help people to take control of their health through the simple act of what they eat, you know, on a daily basis. I know I'm taking a hard look at some of the things I've been eating recently and the meat industry and the dairy industry. And just, again, you know better and you do better and you're really helping people to do better every day. So thanks for letting me be here and, and have some fun with you and play. My pleasure. Where can my community come get more juicy goodness from you? I just launched a new website and I'm thrilled about it. It's called shareoilswithus.com. I would recommend heading over there. And especially if you click on learn, you're going to find all kinds of good information about how to use oils. So there, you can just play to your heart's content. And uh, yeah, if people have questions, I'd love to hear from them. Wonderful. Well, I will put all of the information and the knowledge you dropped in the show notes. So thank you for that. And I'm so thrilled we get to have you to ourselves at the retreat. And for my friends who did miss the registration, please still head to michellefox.com forward slash retreat and hop on the wait list so that you will be one of the first to know of our future retreats because there are already some bubbling up. And so Andrea, I just cannot say thank you enough. Thank you for just this moment of bringing me back into my body. Thank you for all of the information you've shared. And thank you for continuing to show up and to share the light with the community. I appreciate you. Likewise, Michelle. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Healthy Sexy Nutrition. Have you been driving, doing laundry, or walking around the neighborhood? Sweet! I've got show notes for you at michellefox.com forward slash podcast. Click over there when you are ready. I will let you know that on the page, you will find resources to support what you just learned on today's show. And of course, you can grab some health supportive freebies as well. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so honored if you would leave a review on whichever podcast platform you are listening on. It will help me with my mission to build healthier communities one person at a time. Big love from your favorite culinary nutritionist and health coach. And until next week, keep showing up for yourself and know that you and your health matter. You deserve to live in a body and have a life that you love.